Hello and welcome back to another episode of Why Am I Like This? It's Alex Ross. I'm finally, I'm finally back. I sure you've all been wondering, sweating about it, putting up my photo on milk cartons just to make sure, you know, in case anything had happened to me. I appreciate all the efforts, uh, but I was just overwhelmed and really busy. I, I kept saying it, I kept saying I was really busy, and then I got more busy, and as it turns out, I had to prioritise things that I was actually getting paid for. So that's that's what went down there. I'm very sorry, and I'm sure you're thinking, the question isn't, why am I like this? It's, where have you bloody been, bitch? And I really, I've been in my house, for most of it and spoons actually yeah the place i've been hiding out not recording any podcast because i think that would be a step too far if i rocked up to spoons and was like guess who's gonna record their podcast here today and what do you want a feature and nobody barry in the corner what a feature of my little podcast i don't think that would go down well i'm sure barry would throw his pint at me whoever barry is i've just made him up he's not a real man that works in spoons although i'm sure across the nation there is one Barry that works in A Spoons throughout the UK. You know, there's but there's definitely one. I'd put some money on it. Not that I have any money, but I'd put some money on it. What am I saying? Anyway, the reason I mentioned Spoons is I had a, a shit ton of uni work to do. And I hate being in my house constantly. I can't cope with it. It's so boring. I'm easily distracted. Everything is a distraction. I came to terms with that it's not that things are distracting me because I could put my phone far away. I could, you know, put everything that could potentially be a distraction far away from me. No, that's not the problem. I physically am the distraction. It's me. I am distracted by myself. I just do stupid shit for ages or like sit there and daydream about nothing. And I would get fucking nothing done. So I was like, I need to go somewhere that is cheap for me to sit in all day there's some noise and plugs most importantly plugs as it turns out spoons is chef's kiss perfection perfection i went there (laughs) i spent so much time there that i walked in the morning pal (laughs) it started off a nice couple days where me and ewan would have a lovely day out together we'd sit there and do both of our little uni works and have a nice time some selfish bastard Finished theirs before me and I had to go on my own a couple of days. But we went there at like 10am and we stayed there till like half past six and nobody even said nothing. Nobody said nothing. And 99p free refills on your wee coffees and I, as a hot chocolate connoisseur, big fan, big fan of the hot chocolates. Although, as a hot chocolate connoisseur and a, you know, someone that's not very good with lactose, I did end up having to take my own green tea bags. Which... If you're buying a 99p wee coffee refill cup, right? If you're constantly refilling it with their own coffee, like, you are costing them more money. But there is something that feels much scumbaggier. That's a word, right? Love with it. Much scumbaggier about taking your own tea bags and just using their water. I was like, I don't know how this feels worse, but it definitely is. It definitely is worse. I also, I did order some food throughout the day because otherwise I would starve. You know, that would be an issue. I don't want to starve particularly. And I just, I can't recommend Spoons enough for a nice place to do any work that you've got to get done. 
honestly got so much done in there. It's like nice light background noise where you'd hear people chatting. Once in a while a stranger will come over and ask you what's going on or like will ask you for something. It's just nice, alright? Sometimes I like a wee chat with a stranger, it breaks up my day, but they're not going to stay and chitter-chat for ages, are they? They're going to leave. And that's my nice little distraction. Okay, back to my work. And also, because people are looking at you, not that they're sitting looking, I'm not that, <laughs> I'm not that self-centred, but like, all of the spoons were staring at me. They were obsessed. They couldn't get enough. No, that's not, <laughs> that's not what I think. And because, like, there's people around you and you're aware of other people within your surroundings, then you feel like, I have to do work because otherwise I just look like some prick that's taken out their laptop to look like they're important. You know what I mean? So, if the answer to the question of where have I been has been hiding in spoons. And I didn't even drink that whole time. Just my, just my tea that I took myself because I'm a fucking loser. But I'm back. I'm back and I thought, it's Christmas time, innit? It's the festive period. It's the Saturday before Christmas. We should have a little festive catch-up. Obviously, you can't really talk back to me at this current moment in time. So it will just be you catching up with things that I've done, which I get is a really one-sided friendship. But, you know, take that up with somebody else. Okay, this is for me. Because, you know, Christmas time... Everybody wants a wee catch-up, don't they? Christmas time is the time that everyone's like, Oh, let's have a little catch-up at Christmas time. Let's have a little catch-up at Christmas time. I am stressed. I thought I was having, I got a few days off work. Fine, nice wee four days. Those four days are going to be more work than I've ever experienced before in my life. People are like, oh, we should have a catch-up. I'm like, oh, does 6am and Boxing Day morning suit you? That's the only time I've got left. Handing out, like, allotted hours. You have this hour... Um, once that timer goes, I will be getting up and leaving for my next appointment, actually. It's so stressful. It's so stressful. I've had to make, like, a little rota of everybody that I've got to fit in. And text them all, what time do you want? What time works for you? When's your lunch break that day? I'll come down and see you. Ridiculous. It's so stressful. Why don't people also like to catch up, like, you know, other times of the year? Mid-spring. You know... No one's ever been like, oh, that daffodil's just bloomed lovely. That must mean it's time to catch up with Alex. That would be delightful. If anybody wants to take that time slot, I don't think I've got diddly squat going on about then. Let's have a little spring catch up. That'd be nice for a few drinks. I like to drink all year round. There is not a point where I don't like drinking, but at Christmas, people love drinking. And they're like, we should go for a few festive drinks. Just move it to a different time of the year, guys. Let's go for some spring drinks. I just saw a lamb being born this morning. Let's celebrate. That's what I'm... That's what I'm after. <laughs> we just spread it out. Like, at the start of the year, see these people mid-year. Like, that would make my life so much easier. So if anybody actually wants to take me up on those offers, wants to, you know, let their time slot go over Christmas for a much better, much longer, better weathered... Better weathered? Yeah, we'll go with it. Um, time of the year, then spring, spring's looking pretty good, honestly. Summer too, you know, any of the seasons, any of the festive holidays, if anyone wants an Easter catch-up, girly, that's fine, you know, that's still festive, it's a festivity, isn't it? Or is it only festive when it's Christmas? 
I don't know the answer to that, and I'll be honest, I don't care. But I quite like being festive. So the point is, this is uh, a lot of hour for, and it's not probably not going to last an hour. It'll take me an hour to do this, but <laughs> it's not going to last you an hour. Th what this is, this is so convenient. I am so convenient and helpful. You're welcome, everybody. Everybody was like, oh, maybe I should have a little catch up with Alex. I was having it now. If, if I've you know been like, I'm so sorry, I don't have the time frame. Here you go. Here is your time frame. And you can get in touch with me, but you know all the goings on until spring. Perfection. So let's rewind back. I was going <laughs> My brain was like, make a rewind noise. I can't make a rewind noise. Absolutely not. I'm not even going to attempt that. Let's rewind back to where I left you. I'm sorry. I abandoned you. I, I still feel guilty about it, but I'm back. It's okay. To Halloween love Halloween. We all know that. We know I'm a big fan of Halloween. If you follow me on Instagram, you will have seen that I dress as Mike Wazowski, um, my flatmate Laura and our friend Ellen were Sully and Boo to make the full collection. It was a great plan. I spent fucking weeks painting cardboard that I stole from work. I stole two massive boxes of cardboard from work and carried them home in bin bags, I had to cover them all up with bin bags so it was raining, I didn't want my plastic my plastic, I didn't want my cardboard to be wilted, not uh Mike was actually strong and tough, he's not wilted I carried them home and to get the face hole, what I did was I lay in the hall of our block of flats, with the cardboard in front of me, and I just sort of put my head in it like roughly where I thought it would go and I tried to draw around it, so you can picture me lying flat in a communal area with my face in some cardboard, my hand above my head, just trying to draw around it. Did it look insane? Yes. Did it work perfectly? Hell yeah. Looked great. And then I painted my eye, my face as the eye, which I'm I'm so mad at myself. I'm so mad at myself. I presumed he had a green eye. I just presumed it. He's green. I would have thought green eye. Also Side note, all the best people have green eyes, because I have them too. So maybe I was just trying to be me as Mike Wazowski rather than Mike Wazowski as Mike Wazowski, you know? Turns out, blue. Turns out he had blue, and I spent a lot, a lot of time face painting my whole face as an eye. Do you know how long it takes to try and make your eye, your face look like a realistic eye? Quite a lot of time. Quite a lot of time and effort and tiny little brush strokes. And I made it green, and it was blue. So I'm a smidgen pissed about that. But I think I'm the only one that's going to really care about those details. I don't think anybody else is going to care that much. The problem I had mainly with my costume was Mike Wazowski is a big, luscious, round boy. Okay? I'm happy with that. Uh, could I fit indoors? No. No, no. No, no. I didn't think to measure it in a door. What a dick. I literally had to, I was struggling to get it in the door because I made it outside in the hall and I had to get it into the house. It was very, very stressful. I had to go over sideways. I didn't ever think about how I was going to drink. So to drink, I had to like lean forward so my costume would fall off a bit because I made it like a sandwich board. So I had one side that was the front and then one side that was the back and I had the horns and stuff. And I was just like in the middle, like a little sandwich board boy. And I had to lean forward and like try and stuff my drink up through the eye hole to get a drink. It was, I mean, I managed obviously, but it was quite hard work. And I put a lot of work into that costume and I wasn't keen on taking it off very quickly. Everybody had to see. 
And the second problem that I did have with, <laughs> with my costume was that I ordered, I ordered green tights, right? I thought that's going to save me a job. If I just order like really high density tights, green, it turns out you can get them. Uh, I was amazed too. So I got like recycling shorts, I got a long sleeve t-shirt, saves me painting my body, all I needed to do was paint my face. Instead of tights, they sent me a green vest. A green men's extra large vest that I still have. I have no intention of ever wearing that because I don't know where I'm ever going to wear it. It's so long it looks like a dress on me, but not like in a good way. It's just quite distressing, to be honest. I have no idea what they want me to do with that. This came like a day before. I had to message them and be like, um, you've sent me the wrong thing. And they're like, oh, we'll send it out again. Sorry. So I've just got, I've now I've just got a pair of green tights cutting about. I mean, I still have the costume. I can be it again, but, you know, I'd have to wait quite a while. Because I obviously didn't throw out the costume. I tried to fit it in the loft. It did not fit in the loft. Um, It's now stuffed behind my wardrobe and I can literally see it right now. So that was day one of Halloween. Moving on, we had night two of Halloween where I dressed as a hot dog. Um obviously <laughs> it was just a very easy costume I found that costume okay we'll rewind back I found that costume on the floor of a club once okay that again I sound like a scumbag it is a very scumbaggy thing to do but in my drunk little brain I was like oh a hot dog costume fantastic I'd like to point out that I found this on a night out where I was on a hen do where I only knew bride and her sister like I was like a separate friendship group so I only knew the bride and her sister and I had never met any of the other girls before they were lovely had never met them before that night um yeah so my little self found a little hot dog costume and put it on on the first night I had met all of these girls why who does that off the floor they were like where'd you get that off the floor found it and I wore it all evening this was quite early on I wore it all evening took it home and my mum was like what a bloody steal what a win you've absolutely locked in there give it to me I'll give it a good wash I'll come up brand spanking new love that so <laughs> she was very enthusiastic about this find she's like what a find you absolutely smashed it champion I'm sorry if you've ever been on a night out and you've lost a hot dog costume I am I am sorry Okay, I still wear it to this day though, okay? It's very handy as a last minute costume. And obviously, I look great. So, sauce. So, I wore this hot dog costume, right? And um, we were in the club, and I was like, right, I'm off to the toilet. And I walked straight into the men's, just scooped right in. I walked in, I was standing speaking to this lovely guy, and he was chatting away to me, chatting about my costume, telling him the story of how I found it. He's like, you're a minger, but you're kind of funny. And I was like, thank you. I'm having a great gab. And then I just stared at him in the face. And I was like, <gasps> you're a boy. And he was like, yes. And I did like a really slow, dramatic turn to turn around and see the urinals behind me. And all these men just looking at me. Like, what the fuck are you doing in here? And I was like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I'd been there like 10 minutes. 10 fucking minutes I'd been in there gabbing away. Oh, yeah, I got this costume. What's your costume? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm moron. I'm not realising that I was standing chatting to just some wee boy. It was really nice. He was like, don't worry. 
if you want to have a pee, you can stay and have a pee. And I was like, no, I've overstayed my welcome. I have stayed here far too long. I've taken up too much of your time. I'm so sorry. Go back to whatever you guys do in here and I'll just leave. And I ran out. I ran back to my friends who were like, oh yeah, we did see you go in there. But um, we thought you'd realise quicker than that. I mean, a normal person would, to be fair. I was just too overwhelmed with the compliment. But since then, I have put my hot dog into the dry cleaners and I have not picked it up yet. That was weeks ago. The man was like, collect it on Monday. And I was like, yeah, sure. I've not picked it up because I keep forgetting about it. And he was like very worried. He was like, this is not going to clean well. It's not meant to be dry cleaned. And I had to look this man that he was so nice. He was like, I just don't like think it's meant to be dry cleaned. Like, I don't really know what to do. Like, I don't want to ruin it for you. And I looked at him and I was like, babes, I found this on a club floor. And I just, not that fussed if it dies. If it dies, it's its time. It was meant to be. We've had some good wear out of it. We've had some good times. And it's cost me nil poids. So I'm not that fussed. And he was like, okay. I'll make an attempt for you, which was nice. And I should probably pick that up today now that I've got some actual time on my hands. I'm so sorry to that man. But the story doesn't end there. The reason I did not get my little hot dog costume is because my flatmate got COVID. What a traumatising time that was. It was at a really quite stressful stage as well. She got COVID and I was filming for all of my uni stuff that week. It was like not an ideal, not an ideal time. Luckily, I did not have it, and luckily she was totally fine. What happened was that I ran out there. <laughs> I had to evacuate. I was like, "Oh my god, I've got, I've got to go." I was like, pure running out the house. I was taken in by my lovely friends. Shout out to you and Peter for giving me a home. <laughs> I was I had to be like, "I'm, I'm homeless. I've got nowhere to go. Please." <laughs> take me in with like my bags on me it was so stressful I had to change a heap of like oh I had to change everything so I was like floating about just trying to get all my life together whilst evacuated I didn't take enough pants to last me 10 days because you know when you panicked right I spoke about this before when you pack in normal circumstances I take a shit ton of pants I, I take every single pair of pants I've ever ever owned they all come with me on holiday. At least one kilogram of my case allowance is taken up with pants. For 10 days, nope. Just sheer panic, just like threw a couple in. And the most random outfits you could ever imagine. Nothing went, nothing made sense. But I took it with me. It was a very, very stressful week. And I'm now obviously back in my home. So that's fine. But I have forgotten to pick up my hot dog costume. Which was just so stressful also around that time was cop 26 and we live in in the middle of it uh right in the middle of it i walked home from work one day this is before i ran away for covid reasons i walked home from work one day and laura phoned me she's like here i don't think you're gonna i don't think you're gonna be able to get to the flat and i was like what she's like, yeah they've closed off the whole road I was like, oh no that she's like maybe we go down this way so i was like, all right i'll go down that way I'll let you ken what's going on. I went down that way. It took me, I would like to stress, it takes me 20 minutes to walk home from work. I have been called out for being a speedy walker on many occasions. I get everywhere in a fluster and a sweat because I absolutely power walk it everywhere I go. So maybe like a normal person, add on like 10 minutes extra, so 30 minutes. It took me two hours. Two hours! 
to get back into my house. I was so stressed. I was so tired. I was like going all around my area. I was in a different area. I was like 20 minutes away from my flat at one point. I spoke to so many police. I was like, please, I just try to get to my house. And they were like, I don't know, would walk away from me. I think I spoke to about a total of eight policemen that night. They were all fucking useless, apart from one man that was like, I think he looked in my eyes and said, this girl is about to sit in the piss and rain and just cry. <laughs> like, she's just going to have a horrible day. I don't think she's ever going to get home. I was like, I have a essay that's due tomorrow. I have to get home to do that. <laughs> he was like, oh, no. I had to email. I was like, home in the streets. Even my lecturer was like, I'm actually never going to get in my house again. Can I please have an extension? I don't know what to do. And they were like, oh, God. I actually got an email back to that. It was like, you've painted a very dramatic picture. So you can have it. So... That worked out quite well, although I can't really remember what I said. It probably was exceptionally dramatic because I do remember typing it as I was roaming the streets, which was multitasking to the max. And there was this one, like, so there's lots, it wasn't just me. I've made it out here, like, it was just me that could get, there was obviously lots of people that couldn't get to their house. And as much as I was stressed and getting raging, I just like, okay, you're not going to get anywhere by fighting nobody, just, it's fine. And I was like, just keep wandering around, trying to get home. And this one man started screaming in the street. And he was obviously at the end of his fucking tether. And he looked at this wee policeman. And he was like, I hope it fucking pisses down on all of yous. And that is the pettiest bit of revenge I've ever felt. I appreciate that. He doesn't want anything really bad to happen to them. But could you imagine if your shift was just standing in the street all night getting abuse from folk and it started pissing with rain that would just make it fucking worse wouldn't it wouldn't really harm you but it would just make your night that bit fucking worse and i really appreciated that from him it made me laugh a lot but the way he did it like he like threw his head back and his hands in the air like he was doing a rain dance incredible scenes i hope that man's okay it really fucking brightened my night i was at the two hour mark and I'd done 60 million steps and I was like I just I just need my house and he started yelling that I was like oh no everything's fine I'm not that stressed yet but I eventually got in my house because some drunk man was trying to tell me a joke and he kept following me to be like did you get the answer did you hear it did you hear it did you think it was funny and I was just like mate I'm, I'm really not in the mood usually I'm here for a joke especially from a stranger that is my favourite um, but I'm really not here for it tonight and the girl was like do you want through the barrier I was like yes my house is there and they let me through so share it to that man so he really helped me out there really really did help me out we love a helpful anti-hero speaking of anti-heroes we're moving on to fireworks tonight I think I've done this all in a very dotted about order but that's just what's happened here okay moving on to fireworks night at this point it was fireworks night I'd literally Laura had just found out she had covid so I literally just pulled my blanket off my bed and ran across the hall to Ewan's flat and banged on his door and I was like Laura has covid please take me in um so he very kindly said yes I don't know what I would have done if he had said no I'd be like okay right next door <laughs> maybe we are at the top floor so maybe I'll just like go all the way down to all the people like, Hello. <laughs> we've never really spoken before can I sleep on your sofa is that all right maybe but we had a nice evening and watched the fireworks outside. Fireworks got cancelled because of COVID. 
uh, not COVID, from COP26. That's why they got cancelled. I knew there was something that was un that was distressing that they got cancelled for. They got cancelled for that. Sad. I do little fireworks. But, needless to say, the folk, there's folk that sit outside our flat day in, day out. There's wee benches there and they sit in there day in, day out. Lovely. Always keen for a chat. And they're always doing something. And on fireworks night, that something was letting off fireworks. Ah, bloody here for it. We do live, like, in an area, there's like a tiny little grass bit. There's quite a lot of trees. I was concerned that one was going to set fire. There's quite a lot of houses. And I was concerned that one was going to go through someone's window. But he's aiming it away from ours, so I wasn't as distressed. But this guy was lighting them in the most, I would say, I would say cool. It felt cool. He looked quite cool. It was giving me like Top Gun vibes. Where he would go over to light his firework and he would first of all light his fag and then light the fireworks. And would stand right next to them smoking his wee fag while they went off. Incredible. I don't know why I thought that was so great. I thought it was really funny. He did not give a single shit. I'm used to seeing folk light a firework and then peg it about 50 yards back. They're sprinting for their life, so like Usain Bolt. And he was just there. There's smoke all around him. He's like walking away slowly back to the bench. Smoking away. Amazing. Honestly amazing. He looked so tough and so cool. Fireworks were going off behind him. It was like a scene from a movie. I think he was going for that. But it was great. I really, I really, really enjoyed it. It made sitting in my blanket being like, I have nowhere to go, feel, feel much better. Much, much better. And I think that takes us up to present day. I think that's all the things that have happened to me. We'll give an honorary mention to in between times, I got told, um, in the single day, a woman came up to me at work and she was speaking to me and she was talking about her friend and she was like, oh, my friend's about ages with you. And I was like, okay. And she was like, yeah, she's mid-40s. Mid-40s. Excuse me. Excuse me. I've never been so upset. Mid-fucking-mid-fucking-40s. Mid-fucking-40s. Mid -fucking I'm so tired. Look you here, you old bat. <laughs> I've been nice to you, but now we're not having that. You old shrew! <laughs> it wasn't really an old shrew, but you know, I was quite offended. On that same day, on that same day, I was obviously upset and running low on energy because I was doing so many things at once. I lived off Monster for a wee while. I became a goth. I got quite addicted to Monster. It was the only thing keeping me going. And I said, right, we need a wee Monster. Went out to the shop, got myself a little Monster. It is 16. You have to be 16 to buy an energy drink. And I got ID'd for it. About 10 minutes after, I've been told I look mid-40s. So apparently, my age range here is I can look anywhere from 45 to 15. It's quite a dynamic, diverse category. I don't really know how I've done that to myself. But, you know, honorary mention to that. Also honorary mention to ASOS Bastards. Now, I've spoke about my upsets with ASOS before, mainly because they make clothes that I buy in the wrong size and then get upset when they don't fit me. Okay, I'll take that as my beef. They sent me the wrong jacket. They sent me the different size 
and I emailed them and I was like, hey babes, you've sent me the wrong size jacket. And they were like, oh no. Well, that's, we don't have any other sizes. And it was like a little bit too big, but it was meant to be oversized. I was like, you know what? I'll just live with it. I need a jacket. It's winter time. I'll just accept it. And she was like, no. I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? No. She's like, no. You have to send it back now. I was like, no. But I, I paid for it. I want to keep it. And she was like, no. You have to send it back now. We have to have that jacket back. And this went round in circles for about 40 minutes. Um, I don't know why. I'm always super nice to people that work in customer service because... Well, you know, I'm such a delight and a nice person anyway. That's, you know, the main reason. But also because I've worked in so many customer jobs. That, like, you're never going to be an arsehole. You're never going to get anywhere if you're being an arsehole. And I was being really nice to this girl. And I was like, I understand, like, maybe this and that. But, like, I would really like to keep this jacket. And she was like, nope. No, no, no. Not happening. So I'm having to send them back a jacket. I'm jacketless. I'm be fucking Baltic. Um, because this wee bitch is making me send back my jacket. She's like, you can buy it back if you want. I was like, so you're going to make me send you my jacket to then have you send it back? I was like, that makes no sense to me, honey. I just went around in circles for ages. It was very distressing. It took up like a full day of fighting with her. Annoying. Really annoying. That's an honorary mention to things that have happened to me. But I think that takes me up to present day. I think that's all like the main events I've got to catch it up on. That's good, good job me, Christmas catch-up, smashed. So, for present day info, now that we've caught up, now I've had such a, I've had such a nice wee catch-up, such a nice wee festive catch-up, my last piece of info is I went and got my lips done the other day. I got lip filler. Lava keeps telling me that she thinks it's a gateway drug and that I am going to get heaps of other filler because of this she's like you're going to become addicted to like getting these things and i'm not saying that's not a possibility what i'm saying is not right now i don't have the money to get addicted to these things you know maybe if i had a heap of cash hell yeah if i had the cash i would get so much surgery i've been through this before just for the party just for fun so i got my wee lips done and <laughs> first of all i had a hoo-ha obviously why can't i just do something that works out fine, you know? I can never just have like, oh, I booked the appointment, I went and it was fine. That's what other people have, isn't it? There's, oh, that was fine. Not me. I booked my appointment. For some bizarre reason, I was sitting on the sofa and I thought my appointment was at one. No, no, it was at 12. It was 12, I was sitting on the sofa and I was like, oh my God, I, my appointment is at 12. <laughs> it's 12 o'clock right now. I had to mess with the girl and I was like, I'm so sorry, I need to go right now. I got there and she was like, I have a doctor's appointment, I have to go. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, this is all my fault. And she was like, don't worry about it. I'll phone you once I've had my doctor's appointment, see like if I can fit you in another time. And I was like, okay. So I'm just sitting, waiting. I was meant to have work after as well. And I was like, phone away. Like, I might be late because I was late for this time and then that makes me late for that time. And it was all obviously a faff. But I did in between times. She, eventually she was got back to me, she finished doctor appointment, she's like, I'll fit you in, fit you in about half past two. And I was like, perfection, that'll work for me. We'll get it done and dusted. And then between times, I was like, right, well, I need to get something, you know, there's no point in going home, may as well just faff about here. And I got my car washed for free. Was delighted, really made my day. I went to get it washed and I was like, oh, did you just take a card because I don't have any cash on me? The girl was like, oh, no, we don't take a uh, card, but don't worry about it. And she was so nice. She was like, just, if you're ever driving by again, like, just pop in. And I was like, I'll be honest, I'm never, ever in this area, ever. I was just like, ah, I don't care. It's fine. I washed all my car for free. 
very nice hope she has a great day i even like scrabbled together like while they were washing it i was like scrabbling around in my car and yes it does have windows that you can see in so that's fucking stupid of me they must be like what is she doing and i was like i gave her like a clump of things i was like i've coined together five pounds for you and she was like no i do not want that so that made my bloody day went back to get my lips done and if you've not had your lips done before which i had never either they put numbing cream all over your lips because obviously you went to get injected with some wee needles and they put the numbing cream all over your lips so you can't feel nothing but they put on quite a thick layer and i don't know about everybody else my natural instinct when something is on your lips it's like you know that donut thing where you're like you're not you used to do as a kid you'd eat a donut and you're not supposed to lick the sugar that vibe your natural instinct is to lick your lips who licked fucking numbing cream this moron my time <laughs> My tongue was so numb, it was so numb, and then I swallowed some of the chemicals, and I was like, "This is it, this is the end." But I can't be like, her, "Can I have a drink of water?" Because first off, my lips are numb. How am I going to be able to drink with numb lips? That's just not going to work out for me. And secondly, she'd be like, "What a fucking moron!" That she's eaten some of the numbing cream. Who does that? I'm sure not many people do that. I was honestly just lying in that chair, like, "Well, this is it. This is." It. Can I die from these chemicals? Who knows? I presume not because they put them on your lips and you know those kind of accidents might happen. And I was still kicking, that was two days ago. But then what happened was because I was late, once she like literally like, popped that needle out of my mouth, she went pop and I said, So yeah, gotta go to work. Drove straight to work, had not looked at them. She was like, They'll swell up today and tomorrow and I was like, Okay, fine. That's alright. Oh my god, they were, they, were, they were so swollen. I looked like I'd been stung by an army of bees. They were so huge. They were so huge. And then after that, I had to go host pub quiz. And my lips were fucking massive. I was like, I have to stand here and try and get words out while my lips are ginormous. It was so hard to speak, and as I was speaking, I could feel them expanding, They're like taking over my face. It was absolutely wild. I was just—is it Jennifer Coolidge? Is that her name? I—I I looked like her. It was so wild. They were so huge. They've gone down a wee bit now. They have gone down a wee bit now. But you know when you're just like, oh my god, I'm so conscious of this. She was like, they will swell. I was like standing there at pub quiz asking all these questions. And I had to make a joke about it at the start because I was like, I'm getting the first dig in. You know, I feel like somebody else is going to get a dig in at some point. So I'm going to have to get the first dig in here so that nobody else can. <laughs> absolutely sweating. And I was like, I'm never going to, these are never going to go down. I'm going to be stuck like this forever. I'm never ever going to not be able to do this. How do I get these reduced? What do I do? They've gone down quite a lot now. Either that or I've just got used to them. But they were they were so large and they felt like a leather sofa. You know like the armrest of a leather sofa has the leather so tight. It felt like that. It was very hard to eat. I was trying to run in between all my jobs and I was like, I hadn't had anything to eat that day. So I brought myself a wee banana with me. Wee wee banana. I was trying to eat my banana. Good job that food is mushy because... I could not eat it. It was so hard. If you are getting your lips done, my severe recommendation to you is eat beforehand. Because it's... You think, you know, when you get something done at the dentist and you get, like, half of your face numbed. It's like that all over. All over in your 
incapable of eating or drinking. So if you're ever getting your lips done, seriously, be prepared. Don't plan anything for the rest of that day. Do not plan anything, especially speaking, because I think the speaking made them a bit worse. I don't know, because you know, like, if you're, you, if you get an injection in your arm, you're meant to rest it, aren't you? Well, I presume it'd be the same if you're getting several injections into your lips, and I did all chat and all day. So I think I really fucked that and definitely made it worse. They're okay right now, but if, if I sound... I was going to say if I sound shit. If I sound dumber than usual, it's the lips, okay? It's nothing to do with me. It's all to do with my lips. Because I thought it would be fun for, for Christmas time, for all my festive catch-ups, to have nice festive lips. Well, thank you so much for coming along to your allotted time for your festive catch-up. It's been lovely. I've had a ball. It's been really nice to relive all of these stupid things that I have done or have happened to me. Let's be honest, most of them it's stuff that's my own fault. But seeing as it's been a festive catch-up and it's festive time, let's have a little festive fact. My festive fact is about crackers this week. And it is that the largest cracker that was ever made was 45.72 metres long. And it was 3 metres in diameter. And it was made in 1991 in Australia. That's quite impressive. I do love a wee cracker. I think a cracker fact is appropriate for a festive catch-up, because at your little festive catch-up, you pull your little Christmas cracker, you get your little shitty crowns that I love, and they never fit my head, they always fall down in my eyes, but I love them, I don't know why, I think they're the only hat I suit, maybe that's the, the drink, maybe that's the mulled wine, maybe I drink too much mulled wine, and I wear those, and I think, oh, looks great, I do think that's probably, that's definitely what happens, but still, we're sticking with it, only hat I probably suit, I think it's a great fact. And they managed to pull it like it managed to crack. I hope they had a good joke inside. Because imagine if you pulled that massive cracker and it was just a shit toy and a shit joke inside. You'd be severely disappointed. I'd be raging and I'd walk away. Or imagine you spent all that time making that cracker and you pulled it. And you know some of them don't do the pop. And you have to take the little bit and pop it separately. I'd be fucking livid. That would just imagine that you made that and it didn't even do the pop. Christ, that would be... That would happen to me. But it would be absolutely devastating. But thank you so much for catching up with me. Miss G's. Love yous. Um, if you want to have a little catch up with me, tell me about any of your festive times, you can let me know. Or if you want to see a picture of me as Mike Wazowski, you can let me know. You can find it out. You can get me on Instagram at Alex underscore Ross or Twitter at Alex C underscore Ross. And now, now, big news, courtesy of Ewan Mason, go to him for all of your website needs. He has made me a website. So you can now also find me on www.alexross.com. That's not a joke. I have a website. It is just my name. It makes me seem official, doesn't it? Too right, it fucking does. I hope you have a lovely festive week. I will be back next week. I'll try and not disappear off the face of the earth again. I don't really imagine that I will. I don't foresee that coming, but you never know. See you later, lads.